Welcome back to Answering Football Thought Season 1, Episode 30. Today we're doing Week 2, Week 3, and Week 4 related things. So, let's get right into it. So, let's start off with today's episode. We're going to go over the scores from Week 2. Is when I last uploaded, so I haven't uploaded Ask you this. in a while. Sure. Do you think the Carolina um, Panthers? Um, uh, so I haven't uploaded in a while, um, so yeah, I guess that's really it. But start off Thursday night football. I'm not sure I went over this. Actually, yes, I think I did. I think I went over it. The Giants, Washington, 30 29. Washington win. I think I went over that. So. Uh, later, Steelers, I got a Sam and was shocked that the Raiders did, you know, good there. Steelers didn't even play bad, but the thing is, is now they're getting injuries, which you'll see out later. Roethlisberger's I'm worried about my Pittsburgh Steelers ankle. Um, Ben Roethlisberger threw 27-40, 295 yards, and a touchdown interception. Their car... 28 of 37, 382 yards, two touchdowns, not bad at all. Najee Harris for the Steelers, 10 carries, 38 yards. Peyton Barber, 13 carries, 32 yards. For Vegas, um, Henry Ruggs had five receptions, 113 yards. Deontay Johnson had nine receptions, 105 yards. Chase Claypool had 33 receptions, 70 yards. Waller had five receptions, 65 yards. Um... So let's see that game. You know, the big thing coming out of that game is Big Ben injury, and that really hurts the Steelers. So, we'll see how he does this year playing through injury. He's done it before, but I could definitely see him playing a little worse. Next up, uh, Panthers Saints. Uh, Panthers 26, Saints 7. This was, in my opinion, an upset. You know, especially coming off of the week one game where, uh, Saints smacked um, the Packers, so you know I was kind of shocked by this. Sam Darnold played phenomenal, twenty-six of thirty-eight, three hundred and five yards, two touchdowns, interception. Jameis Winston only eleven of twenty-two, hundred and eleven yards, and two receptions. So then the run game it was non-existent for New Orleans, and then for Carolina it was twenty-four carries, seventy-two yards for CMC. Receiving end, it was pretty dead for New Orleans. Lil Jordan Humphrey, uh, I can't say the name. Okay. One reception, 27 yards. Kamara had four receptions, 25 yards. So not much there. Um, DJ Moore had eight receptions, 79 yards. CMC had five receptions for 65 yards. So as you can see, there's a pretty big difference. Um, between those two teams in that game, it wasn't. It was a good game for the Saints. It was a good game for the Panthers. It was a clear difference. Um, so Bengals Bears Bears come out. Justin Fields came in and came to solid. Andy Dalton got injured, so Andy Dalton only went nine of eleven, fifty-six yards and a touchdown in the small amount he played because he got injured. Justin Fields steps in six of 13, 60 yards. Interception. 
Joe Burrow dominated the group, though, with 19 for 30, 270 yards, two touchdowns, three interceptions. You can't really say that was great for him. Was playing significantly better than both those two. Joe Mixon had 20 carries, 69 yards. Um, David Montgomery, 20 carries, 61 yards. So both teams had solid running, but not great. But receiving was, you know, average. Tyler Bortz, Boyd, seven receptions, 73 yards. Darnell Mooney, six receptions, 66 yards. So overall, just, you know, solid for each team. So that led to be a, you know, good game probably. You know, it was close all game. I wasn't watching that one. If I say probably, but, you know, it was probably a good game to watch. If that was what was on, you know, it might be worth, might have been worth watching. Uh, Browns versus uh, Texans. I think everyone expected the Browns to win, and they did thirty-one to twenty-one. Now the thing is, is the Texans are a team that's playing better than everyone thought. You know, they're putting up fights. I guess it. They're not just steamrolling every game, which I find interesting because I wasn't expecting that. Tyrod Taylor got injured, and they brought in Davis Mills. Tyrod Taylor was 10 of 11, 125 yards, a touchdown. Davis Mills was 8 of 18, 102 yards, touchdown interception. Both quarterbacks playing solid. The total of 18 of 29, 220 yards, two touchdowns, interception. The Maker, Maker, wow, that's not my best name. Oh, gosh. Baker Mayfield, talk about this. Uh, 19 of 21, 213 yards, a touchdown, interception. Solid hit. Um, Mark Ingram had 14 carries, 41 yards for the Texans. Cleveland had solid contributions from Chubb and Green Hunt. 11 carries, 95 yards for Chubb. Green Hunt had 13 carries, 51 yards. And Chubb also had a touchdown. Receiving end of things. Brandon Cooks, nine receptions, 78 yards. A great game from him. Uh, Cleveland in this game still without OBJ in that game. He has come back. So, you know, their best receiver was Demetrius Felton. Two receptions, 51 yards, and a touchdown. Um, overall, you know, the Rams are just the better team as they should be, and they won that game as they should. Um, Rams-Colts, I thought this would be a better game. The Colts are not playing up to expectation. You know, <clears throat> Wentz hasn't been great. Wentz just hasn't been great, and I think that's the reason. It was 27-24, Rams beat the Colts. Matthew Stafford, 19 of 30, 278 yards, two touchdowns, interception, a solid game from him. Wentz, 20 of 31, 247 yards, a touchdown, interception. Jacob Eason also two for five, <clears throat> uh, 25 yards in the reception. I don't know when they brought him in. Um, Minneapolis was rushing 15 carries, 51 yards for Jonathan Taylor. And for LA, it was Daryl Henderson getting 13 carries, 53 yards, and Sonny Michelle getting 10 carries, 46. Um, Receiving-wise, Cooper Cup, nine receptions, 163 yards. And Robert Woods, five receptions, 64 yards. For Indianapolis, they had their good receiver, Michael Pittman, eight receptions, 123 yards. 
and then Jack Doyle also has a solid 5 receptions, 64 yards. Both teams played pretty good, but the Rams, you know, just, I feel like they're a better team, and they, you know, should win that game in a close one, and they did win in a close one. Um, up next, the Bills shut out the Dolphins. Um, Jesus. 35-0, Bills just lobbered. Jacoby Brissett was 24 40, 169 yards in interception because Tua was injured early in the game. Josh Allen didn't have to do as much, but still played good. 17 of 33, 179 yards, two touchdowns in reception. Running game was solid for Buffalo. Devin Singletary, 13 rushes at 82 yards. For the Miami Dolphins, Miles Gaskin was their main rusher. Five carries, 25 yards. You could tell they definitely threw a lot more once they got down, trying to come back. So, you know, the receivers, there was no one that played outstanding for them, but a bunch of people around the same area. Like, Jalen Waddle, six receptions, 48 yards. Devontae Parker, five receptions, 42 yards. Mike Gesicki, three receptions, 41 yards. So those three are all, like, you know, getting the same amount of yards. Just on going less receptions, more receptions, different things. Um, Stephon Diggs for the uh, Bills, uh, four receptions, 60 yards, and a touchdown. Emmanuel Sanders had two receptions, 48 yards. Overall, not bad. Um, you know, I'd expect the Bills to win that game, but just not in that kind of fashion, as, as usual. Um, up next. Patriots, Jets, 25-6 Patriots, so they should win that. Wilson threw four interceptions. I think when I looked at the scores, I'm not positive, but I think I saw Zach Wilson 0 for 2, two interceptions. Um, question mark? Is he the man, or is it just a bad offensive line? I think it's a bad offensive line, but I don't think he's great. That's my opinion. Mac Jones threw 22, 22 of 30, 186 yards, no touchdowns, no interceptions. Zach Wilson threw 19 of 33, 210 yards and four interceptions, no touchdowns. Damian Harris on the ground, 16 carries, 62 yards. Michael Carter on the ground, 11 carries, 52 yards. Um, Receiving-wise... Not much for the Patriots. The best receiver is James White out of the backfield. Six receptions, 45 yards. New York had their best one on Braxton Barrios. Seven receptions, 73 yards. Overall, like, the Patriots didn't have to do much to beat them. Their defense just had to hold out, you know. Had, the defense just had to hold the Jets to nothing. And the offense would just you know, do what it does best and score. Or at least I'd hope that's what they do best at home. Uh, next up, we've got Niners-Eagles. Eagles lost that game 17-11. Um, from the box score on that one, Jimmy Garoppolo, 22-30, yards and a touchdown. Jalen Hurts, 12-23, yards. No touchdowns, no interceptions. Uh, San Francisco on the ground. 
didn't really do much. Michael Hayes did 5 carries, 38 yards. Elijah Mitchell had 17 carries, 42 yards. Um, for Philadelphia, Jalen Hurts was their best rusher. 10 carries, 82 yards, no touchdown. The actual best running back was Miles Sanders, 13 carries, 55 yards. Yeah. Receiving Debo Samuel was solid, 6 receptions, 93 yards. Wes Watkins for the Eagles has been dangerous. Two receptions, 117 yards, and no touchdowns, though. He was. He's been dangerous, though, in terms of those, like, big plays. Like, he's longer than 91 yards. That, you know, you gotta still, he's a guy you gotta watch out for that can, like, low-key get them, you know, a touchdown or two, like, a deep threat guy. Just one that can get, like, you know, have the speed and the, um, agility, I guess, <clears throat> or elusiveness to do it. Um... Next up, Broncos beat the Jaguars 23-13. to um, Teddy B, 26 of 34, 328 yards and two touchdowns. He's looked great this year so far. Trevor Lawrence could not match that performance. Only 14 of 33, 118 yards, a touchdown, and two interceptions. Um, for Denver's rushing, Javante... Williams, the rookie, was solid, 13 carries, 64 yards. Jacksonville had to rely on James Robinson for their rushing game, 11 carries, 47 yards. They, both teams aired it out a good bit. Like, they both aired it out about the same amount of time. I guess Cortland Sutton, 9 receptions, 159 yards. You can definitely see the difference. Jacksonville's best receiver was Marvin Jones Jr., 6 receptions, 55 yards, and a touchdown. So, there's a big difference there. A pretty big difference, I must say. So, up on the next game. That game is... Um, let's see. We've got Vikings-Cardinals. Cardinals came out of that one 34-33 because the Vikings missed a last-second field goal. Oh, my gosh. So stereotypical for the Vikings to miss a game winning field goal. It happens like every year, doesn't it? They can't find a good kicker. I gotta say, they don't have a good kicker. They never have, really. Kirk Cousins threw 22 of 32, 244 yards, three touchdowns, solid game from him. Don't, don't know why they're trying to keep him. I don't know. Arizona, Kyler Murray, 29 of 36, three touchdowns, two interceptions, 400 yards. Dalvin Cook. Very good that game. 22 carries, 131 yards. Chase Edmonds for Arizona, though. 8 carries, 46 yards. Big difference in the running game. Big, huge difference. Uh, receiving Rondale Moore, 7 receptions, 114 yards for Arizona. Max Williams, 7 receptions, 94 for Arizona. Uh, KJ Osborne for Minnesota, 5 receptions, 91 yards. Justin Jefferson, 6 receptions, 65 yards. Overall, solid from both teams, and the Vikings probably should have won that game, but it's like, I mean, they should at least have a win there, I'd say, like, they, they, they're 0-2 at that week, after that week, that they should, should be 1-1, but that's the kicker, the kicker.
um, up next, Buccaneers route the Falcons 48 to 25. Again, I'd expect this the Buccaneers reigning Super Bowl champions with Tom Brady uh, against the Falcons. That's not a match. Um, Matt Ryan, 35 of 46, had to throw a lot. 300 yards, two touchdowns, three interceptions. Brady didn't have to throw nearly as much. Um, 24 of 36, 276 yards, and five touchdowns. Jeez. For Atlanta, they didn't rush that. Only a total of 20 rushes. The best rusher was Mike Davis, nine carries, 38 yards. Tampa Bay rushed it only one more time than that, and Dirt Leonard Fournette had a 52 yards, not 38 like Mike Davis. Um, Atlanta's best receiver was Kyle Pitts, 5 receptions, 73 yards. The second best was Calvin Ridley, 7 receptions, 63 yards. Um, Mike Evans had 5 receptions, 75 yards, and Godwin had 4 receptions, 62 yards for Tampa. So, I mean, I'd expect that. It, <clears throat> a clear route. I'd, that's exactly what I'd expect in that game. And up next, we've got the, um, let's see, we've got Cowboys-Chargers. That one I think of. That guy had to have been a good game to watch. Um, so, I had a problem here. The audio didn't download. I waited for half an hour and it still didn't download. So, you know, I won't go over the scores. I won't really go over the stats just because I've Lost much. Um, okay, let's start with stats. I'll just tell you the score. Panthers 24 9 over the Texans. Falcons 17 14 over the Giants. Bengals 24 10 over the Steelers. Um, Bills 43 21 over the football team. Browns 26 6 over the Bears. Ravens 19 17 over the Lions. Colts 25 16 over the Titans. Chargers 30 24 over the Chiefs. Saints 28-13 over the Patriots, Cardinals 31-19 over the Jaguars, Broncos 26-7 over the Jets, Raiders 31-28 over the Dolphins, Rams 34-24 over the Buccaneers, Vikings 30-17 over the Seahawks, Packers 30-28 over the Niners, Cowboys 41-21 over the Eagles. Um, I'm not sure if I missed like the last three games before I have to say the scores. over the Lions, 36-35 Chiefs, Chiefs lose to Ravens, Seahawks lose 33-30 over against the Titans, and Cowboys win 20-17 over the Chargers. I think that's would have been what I missed. I don't know if I did. I'm just covering my bases, I guess. Now for my week four predictions, and that is today. Oh, Bengals Cowboys. Wait. Doesn't look over next, but yeah. Alright, Bengals won 24-21 over the Jags. That one was a close game. Listen to some of it on the radio. That was a fun one to listen to. Um, Panthers Cowboys. I'm gonna pick Panthers here over the Cowboys. Um, yeah, Panthers. Three nine team over the Cowboys. Question one. Probably a little bit of a old prediction guess. So I think Panthers are gonna take this. Sam Donald's been great so far this year. 
is explain the way you should do, the way you're supposed to do. Cowboys are a good team. I think it's gonna be a close game. Uh, Giants Saints. I have the Saints here. The Giants are underperformed. They do not have patience. So um, it's pretty easy to pick the Saints. But I'm still Steelers Packers. It goes against my Steelers, but Packers they're gonna win. Big Ben's gonna be good. Hey, their defense they lost to Joe. TJ Watt is coming back with them. They got him. So, I mean, that's one point. So, at least he'll come back. I mean, let me check out. No, not that. I'll do that in a minute. I'll go for that. I'll be in a minute. Okay, uh, so I got the Packers. It's hard to pick the Steelers over the Packers. Packers are a good team. Tough to beat. Packers can't justify going with the Steelers. Football team Falcons. I've got the football team. Falcons, I think their football team will easily destroy their team. Bears, Jackson, but well, there's basically the consensus there. Uh, Lions, Bears. I'm going to pick the Lions. Lions have played good against every team. They fared against. Actually, I should say they played good in two of their games, and they fared against the Packers. Okay. For a team that I expect to be good, I think they'll pull out a win against the Bears here. A team that should it shouldn't be. Colts Dolphins. I take the Colts in this one. Two was gonna be out. I think that hurts them. Colts are gonna finally pull out the original season. Browns Vikings. Browns are just a better team and that's why I'm going with them. This doesn't need to be an explanation. Uh Titans Jets. Titans usually Jets just haven't been good. Straight up that's it. Titans have been great, but I mean they're not so that's there's no that's no reason behind it. Chiefs Eagles. Chiefs. I don't think I need this one. Um, Rams Cardinals. Rams Cardinals is a tough game. Yep. Um, I'm gonna go Cardinals. They seem I really like going into the season. I did like the Rams a lot too. Both teams are playing great. It's gonna be a good game to watch. I'll probably will watch that one. But Division matchup. You know, I'm just gonna go off a hunch. Cardinals, it's a close game though. So, Cardinals win by like three. Um, Hawks 49ers. Yeah, 49ers. I'm gonna go with 49ers. Another tough individual matchup. These two games are gonna be the tough games because they're both individual and they're all, actually, all four of those teams are in the same division. So, it's not easy to pick a win. Niners are two and one. Hawks, Seahawks are one and two in the last out of that division. And the Cardinals and Rams are both three and zero. Titans, you know, tied for that first spot. Titans last spot. So I'm for the Seahawks and Niners. It's I'm going Niners. I'm going Niners. Uh, it's gonna be a close game, but I think the Niners are gonna play solid enough to win that without being hurt. Ravens, Broncos. I picked Broncos. Broncos are going to win this game because they can control the ball for long drives and keep Lamar Jackson off the field. And they'll come out with the win that time. Buccaneers, Patriots, the fun one. Tom Brady comes back to New England. And so does Gronk, but Gronk's injured, I think. So that's going to be a fun one to watch. Oh, man. That is going to be fun to watch. I'm going Buccaneers, though. I think it's hard to beat the Buccaneers, especially if you're in the Patriots. 
of Bilbaochek. Raiders, Chargers, you know, I'm taking the Chargers in that one. Close game, but the Chargers are a young, good team. I think they're going to come out with a victory. So now we're going to go over some injuries on that, on the games. So, starting off with the Raiders versus Chargers one. Gerald McCoy is on IR. Jalen Richards is injured again. And Josh Jacobs is questionable. Um, Justin the Chargers is out. Chris Harris Jr. is questionable. Kenneth Murray Jr. is questionable. Ryan Bulaga is an IR. Mike Smith is on IR. Next up, Panthers Cowboys. Panthers Cowboys, the injuries are no CMC for major injury, no CMC for the Panthers. I still think they'll pull it out though. Uh, Keanu Neal, Bradley Ennis, Jonathan Wilson, Carlos Watkins, and Dorrance Armstrong are all out for the Cowboys. But the Panthers have a big significant player out with Christian McCaffrey. Um, Saints, Giants. Um, this is easily also the Saints. There's one lead. Like, when you look at the Saints exhibits, Will Lutz, Ron Armstead, Nerick McCoy, they can live with that one. The Giants are missing Tay Crowd is questionable. Caden Smith's questionable. Gary Slayton's out. Sterling Shepard's out. And Ben Bredesen's out. Some of those guys you can't live without. Tay Crowd and Gary Slayton from Jeopardy, Caden Smith are amazing guys. Caden Smith you can live without, but you can't live without half your senior core. Honestly, that's tough to do. Next up, Steelers Packers injuries. This is the first time that Roethlisberger has played Green Bay's Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers. Wow. Since the Super Bowl loss for the Steelers a decade ago. Wow. That's something. Um, so for Steelers injuries are Zach Tanner in reserve, Carlos Davis out, Rashad Coward out. Kumar Corporal out and Chase Claypool out. Oh gosh, they can't. It's hard to believe without uh, Chase Claypool. And Kumar Corporal is um, and one of their starting offensive linemen. That's going to be tough to live without. Darius Falk. Darius Smith is injured reserve. Marcus Valdez Scantling is not injured reserve. Kevin King's doubtful. Chris Barnes questionable. And Zach Cutler is questionable. For Green Bay. I think it's just hard for the Steelers in that game, especially with Chase Claypool and Kumar Corkworth. Um, football team versus Falcons. Um, Matt Ioannidis is questionable. Antonio Gibson's questionable. That's tough for the football team. Um, Kendall Sheffield is on IR. Josh Andrews on IR. Russell Gage and Marlon Davis are both needed out for the Falcons there. I think still that the football team still should comfortably win that game, even with the injury to Matt Ioannidis, if he doesn't play. I think they still can do it. Up next, Texans Bills. Um, Marquez Stevenson, Ahmed Daba, Jordan Poyer, John Feliciano, and Teron Johnson are all on the injury report. Uh, Obata is questionable, and Teron Johnson is questionable for the Bills. Scotty Phillips is out for the Texans. Terrence Mitchell is questionable. 
Last lap, we're actually more wins than Canada. That's all we Texas. It's still hard. It's still tough for Texas to win that game. Even if they didn't have those injuries, it's not an easy game for them. Lions Bears will take a look at this game. Um, let's see. Dalton is helpful, so that means it's most likely going to be uh, Justin Fields. Uh, Mac, Khalil Mack is questionable. Sean Gibson Jr. doubtful. Uh, Joel Ayabunwe out. Okay. Don't know many is questionable for the Bears. I don't know what that guy's name was. Sorry if I said it wrong, I guess. I really don't know how to pronounce that. Um, Dylan Bay Swift is questionable, Romeo Quar is questionable, Michael Brockton is questionable, and Austin Seidler Jay Flowers are both out of the lines. That's what we know. Especially if Dylan Bay Swift actually doesn't play. Because he's now that can be beat up, I guess. Um, the injuries for Colts, Dolphins. Um, ooh, this is fun. Since, um,. Tua is now on IR. Michael Ryder is on IR for the Dolphins. That means Jacoby Brissett's the quarterback for the Dolphins in this game. And he's playing against his former team, the Colts. Brissett against his former team. That's not a big story or anything. So it's just a small, small thing. Quentin Nelson's on IR. Jonathan Taylor's questionable. Carson Wentz is questionable. Jack Doyle's questionable. Rafael Sim is out. That's tough for the Colts. If Carson Wentz is questionable. If Carson Wentz doesn't play, that hurts them, I think. Still. And if Jonathan Taylor doesn't play, that definitely hurts them. And same thing with Jack Doyle. They got some key players out there. That might be out in that game. It was worth know that uh, since he's on IR, Carson Nelson is out. So that's not helpful for them at all. And next up, Browns, Vikings. Let's see what the injuries are there. Um, J.C. Treader is questionable. Dedrick Rose is questionable. Tim Harris is out. Sione Takitaki is questionable. And Chris Hubbard is out. For the Browns, for the Vikings, Amir Smith-Marset is out. Dalvin Cook, Chris Boyd, Anthony Barr are questionable. And D.C. Johnson is on injured reserve. It really hurts them if they don't have Dalvin Cook. I think he's going to play because they need to play. They If he doesn't play, they're done. Like, they're done. I don't care who they're against. They're done. Titans, Jets. Okay, let's check the injuries here. AJ Brown is out. Caleb Farley's out. Brent Curran is out. Bud Dupree is out. And Ryan Morrison is on IR. Elijah Moore and Jeff Smith are out for Jets. And Tyler Croft and Michael Klein. And Jameson Crowder all questionable. That's going to hurt the Jets. You know, a few players there that would help on the stand, I guess. No one's super significant. The most significant player there is Jameson Crowder, who's solid. Receiver there. You know, he's a solid receiver, I guess. Um, next up, Chiefs Eagles. I don't think an injury really matters in this game. Uh, Rashad Fenton, Frank. Clark and Shadarius Ward are all out for the Chiefs. Yeah, 
Jordan Marmoto is out for the Nothing really big there outside of Tavares Ward and Frank Clark Bradford, but Chiefs will easily fare against the Eagles without some of those players. Um, with the Cardinals and Rams, here's a game where injuries can be a key uh, part of the game, I guess you could say. So with Charles Washington, Josh Jackson, and Eno Benjamin are all missing games for the Cardinals. Tremaine Art on come. I don't know how to do that well. It's questionable, and Daryl Henderson Jr. is questionable for the Rams. I don't think any of those injuries are significant on the platform outside of like the Daryl Henderson. That could be significant depending on how Sony Michelle plays. I think Sony Michelle can hold down the fourth for a game though, if he needs to. I don't think there's any need to play him. Um, what's his name? Daryl Henderson. Uh, next we have Seahawks 49ers. Injuries. Even though Gerald Edwards out, Brandon Shell is out, Rashad Penny's on the IR, Benson Maiola out, and Tyler Lockett's questionable. Tyler Lockett's out, and that's, that's significant. That's significant. Um, Monte Harris is on IR for the 49ers. Quan Williams is out. Josh Norman's doubtful. Elijah Mitchell is questionable, and George Kittle's questionable. Ooh. Dang. Missing the three. The two questionable players in the doubtful player is significant. Josh Norman is still a solid enough cornerback that he plays a role. Elijah Mitchell is one of the main running backs, and George Kittle is George Kittle is the, be- the, the second best tight end in the league, first best tight end in the league, wherever you want to put him, one of the top five at the least, by top three, for everyone really. Uh, Ravens Broncos, take a look at the injuries for this game. This could be a game where injuries do matter. Ronnie Stanley is out. Lamar Jackson is questionable, but I think he's going to play. I think he's going to play. Rashad Bateman and Miles Boyd from the reserve pool were all on IR. Um, for Denver, Melvin Gordon's questionable. Graham Glasgow is out. Mike Dean's on IR. Shelby Harris and Edelmont Jones are both questionable. So some significant injuries on both teams. If Lamar's out, though, that is huge. I don't think he'll play. He'll play. There's, I don't think there's any on that one. Buccaneers, Patriots, big time here. Brady first round against the Patriots. That's uh, let's see. Giovanni Bernard is out. Jamel Dean is out. Jason Pierre-Paul is out. Carlton Davis is out. Only Gronk is out for the Bucks. That's significant. Missing Gronk, I guess. If they miss Carlton Davis, that's significant too, I guess. For the Patriots, Kyle Doug is questionable, Kyle Noy is questionable, Jason Jackson is questionable, James White's on IR, and Polk's questionable. Some significant injuries on both teams if uh, Jason Jackson doesn't play, which I think he will. If Jason Jackson doesn't play, that's significant. Um, but that is all the injuries right there for this week. Uh, thank y'all for listening to this episode of Football Plus. Sorry I haven't uploaded in a while. Hopefully the audio quality is good. Sorry that it wasn't in the past uh, two episodes or three or whatever it was. But, you know, thank you for listening to this episode. See you next time.